You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? It is your boy, Dylan Matthews, alongside the man, the myth, the legend himself, Bo Morgan, and we are Peachtree Football. Make sure you guys like this podcast, download Peachtree Football, subscribe to Peachtree Football wherever you get your podcast. We are on the Odyssey app. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. Wherever you get your podcast, Peachtree Football is there bo morgan it's a friday and you know what that means it's time to give the people a full preview of hate week part two falcons traveling to the caesar superdome to take on the new orleans ain't it's i mean that's their name for hate week and we're gonna give you guys some keys to the game some matchups to watch score predictions and i'm gonna give you my deciding factor as well we're gonna get into all of that but first and foremost well morgan what's going on man it's a friday how are you feeling we're getting closer and closer to the holidays i mean oh really a week from uh the game on sunday it's gonna be christmas man are you you're still doing any shopping you got that all taken care of what's going on man no i'm still doing a little bit um you know I don't want to say this too loud, but I, I always get a list from one person in particular, as you know, and, which is what I asked for. Yeah. And I, I've ordered a few things, but I don't know how much I've ordered or how much I've paid yet. So I'm going to have to, like, do some inventory here uh, because Amazon just makes it click, boom, click, boom, you know. Oh, um, but uh, I got to do I got to do uh, a few more gift cards um, because uh, my niece is always want gift cards so yeah. i'll probably take care of that next week but i gotta do a few more things on amazon i think but um yeah what about you you almost done yeah i'm just about done i'm i'm i'm, like, I'm at uh the kind of the point you're at i gotta get maybe a couple more things um i'm done for with simone um i gotta still get some from my mom my brother and my nephew and then i got a couple of gift cards to get so not too too much uh left going on so we're, we're in pretty good shape we're in solid shape but um Squid, uh, we're 
we're not in the most solid shape, but we're we're in pretty good shape when it comes to the Atlanta Falcons and where they stand right now. And we got a big game coming up. I mean, this is this is a huge game, rivalry game. Obviously, it's the first career game and first career start for Desmond Ritter. And you're in the middle of a division, divisional chase. You're trying to get into the playoffs, win the division, and you know, uh take another step when it comes to uh, this new regime and this new era that we're in. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but let's go ahead and give the people some matchups to watch in this game because, I mean, there are there are really a, a, a lot of juicy matchups on the field if you think about it. Yeah, and honestly, uh, the one that I really have that I really wanted to talk about is uh, is Arthur Smith versus Dennis Allen. Oh, um, I, like I know that that – and I look, I get it. I know that the DC for um, for New Orleans is now Chris Richard and Ryan Nielsen. Uh, I know that they're co DCs, but I think Dennis Allen is going to have a big uh, uh, a big impact on what they do, and probably does each week. Um, one of the things that uh, I've all you know I've always respected about about Dennis Allen's always been a good DC. I just think he's a crappy head coach, and I think that's panning out. New Orleans, the guys never won back to back games in his in his second stint as a head coach. Never won back to back games, which is an amazing stat. Um, and I got that from from the great Bobby Abair, the the Cajun Cannon, former Falcon, yeah. former Saint. Um, but so you know that being said. I think it's going to be interesting to see how he he decides to play. Is Dennis Allen gonna gonna bring some guys in this box and and put his DB? You know, his DBs are famous for being very grabby. Um, yes, I don't think they are. Uh, I don't. I don't. Not sure if Marshawn Lattimore is going to play. Uh, I think he didn't practice the other day. Um, so there's kind of a lot in that, but just how he decides to play and how. How Arthur will because I think he's gonna come up and 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 take try to take away the run early. And we saw that with and teams have been doing it all year. Uh and we saw it with Pittsburgh. And Arthur came out in that first half and said, Okay, well, if this is what you want to do, I'm gonna throw the ball around. And I think it would have worked because we had guys open and you know, at times protection hold up and Marcus flat out missed some guys. So I think it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out for me. Um with with these two going against each other, I think they're both good minds as offensive and defensive guys. Again, told you, I think Dennis Allen's a good DC. I think he's a crappy head coach, and that's not – some guys just don't do it well. Uh, I think we're seeing that around the league. Uh, you know, it looks like – like I, you know, I don't want to sit here and blame Todd Bowles for some of the issues in Tampa, but um, this, this team suddenly got old after a year. I mean, it does happen like that in the NFL, but – I don't think – I think injuries and I think um, allowing, you know, and I'm not trying to go into this. We'll go into this one in Tampa. But I think allowing guys to do what they want is a detriment. Yep. I mean, um, can be a detriment to, to, to teams. So, I think that's partly what's kind of happened in Tampa. But these two teams are so even uh, yeah. as far as rankings. And, and I think the Saints have probably on paper a better defense. They do have guys banged up. Uh, again, I look – not you know Cam Jordan's health is in question. Pete Werner's, Marshawn Lattimore. This yep. you know Marcus Davenport's always been hurt. I think he's back now. <laughs> uh, but their their injury report I read it the other day and it was it was like fifteen twenty deep. But 
So that 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 hurts their depth. And then you, you just go and you look at the ranks, and these teams are so close. Like this is the eight, the sixteenth ranked scoring offense in Atlanta versus the seventeenth ranked scoring defense in the Saints. Um, so you know they're they're in a dead heap. Um, so that all that being said, I just think that coaching could come a big play into this, and how how guy what what the original game plan is, and how you adjust to the other team's game plan, and, and vice versa, and play calling. I think those are it's going to be a really big thing, and I think that's a matchup for me. That watching these guys go head to head, it's going to be a uh, you know kind of an interesting thing to watch play out on Sunday and uh, in the the Caesars Superdome. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I think you're exactly right. The, The coaching matchup with two teams that, like you said, are pretty evenly matched. It's going to come down to how you make adjustments as a coach. You know, what kind of scheme you're doing and how effective that scheme can be against the other coaches scheme. And and I think we're in a good position when it comes to that, because like you said, Dennis Allen, you know, no shade to him, but he hasn't won two games in a row as a head coach. Arthur Smith has. And it feels like, you know, Arthur Smith gives you an advantage on Sundays when it comes to coaching. And I mean, you can see that just be just um, as far as what he's been able to do. With this roster or the the wins he's been able to get with the roster he's had the past couple of years because the rosters haven't been great, but he's worked with what he's got. And, you know, he's done pretty well, all things considered. So I feel good in that regard as far as, you know, who who has the coaching advantage. I have to definitely give that to Arthur Smith. And again, it's no shade to Dennis Allen. I just think we have a better guy on our sideline. As far as my matchup goes, though, Squid Billy, it's going to be very interesting to see how and I know he hasn't done too too much this year. He hasn't had a crazy good season. Uh when you look about when you talk about Alvin Kamar just 143 carries rushing wise, 550 yards and a touchdown. And he's you know done some things in the passing game as well. But this guy always seems to eat us up. He always is a pain in our side when we talk about Alvin Kamar. So my matchup is going to be Alvin Kamar versus you know Rashawn Evans versus Michael Walker versus Troy Anderson, really that linebacking core, um, because we're going to have to limit Alvin Kamara first and foremost. And you made a great point yesterday. I was producing the other side of the glass um, after Dukes and Bell finished up. You and Chris Thomas got on the air and then, you know, helped talk about the Falcons and preview Thursday night football as well. And you made a great point, and you've talked about on here as well, how teams have been able, you know, even though, the Falcons' defense isn't necessarily giving up many points. That's a little bit of fool's gold because the opponents of the Falcons lately have been able to use so much time of possession and take up so much clock. They haven't been scoring many points because there have been less possessions because, you know, us and the other team have been possessing the football longer. And we I, we can't have that today. We can possess the football for however long we want. I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about the other team possessing the football as long as they have been lately. So we that means stopping the run game, you know, getting 
the defense are getting the offense in a, in obvious passing situations and just not letting them run the clock down on you, almost taking up a whole quarter every time they get the football. So that means taking away the running game a little bit. And, you know, those short check down passes to Alvin Kamara, you got to make the first tackle. When you get that first contact on them, either at or behind the line of scrimmage, you got to take them down. So guys like Rashawn Evans, guys like Michael Walker, guys like Trey Anderson, Lorenzo Carter, they're going to have to make the first tackle. Like, they're going to have to, you know, when you get them, you're going to have to get them to the ground. Do not let this guy get yards after uh, yards after contact or anything like that. So that's going to be a big matchup for me is uh, Alvin Kamara versus, you know, kind of the start to the, the second part of this defense and, and the linebacking core. Yeah, when it comes to Kamara, uh, one thing is that it, it, I don't want to say that he hasn't been good against the Falcons, but he hasn't been great. As yeah, far he's been as hurt a lot of in a lot of the matchups too. Well, no, he, he went out the first. Uh, you know, well, not this game. Yeah, he went out and I remember in seventeen, Debo knocked him out early in the game on yeah. the opening drive. Um, but you know, in eleven games, he's had uh he's had over six hundred yards rushing, which is really, I mean, that's that's okay. Mm. Um. And that same amount of time, he's had 49 catches for 375 yards. But the number for me that I look at is he's only got three touchdowns in his career against the Falcons. Um, he's a threat no matter what. He's a great, you know, he's a really good player, great, yeah. whatever. Um, and and I'm not knocking him, but, you know, you look at his year this year, he's only got three touchdowns on the season. Yeah. Um, so he hasn't had the, see, you know, the year, you know, his last few years haven't been, I think last year he had a good year, but I think the year before he didn't have a touchdown or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe only like one or two touchdowns all year. So he's a guy that, you know, has hurt us at times, but I don't expect to see Mark Ingram. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think, you know, you, you know, Dwayne Washington is is a guy that they've, they've got on the roster along with a uh, former Cardinal David Johnson. And I, look, I think they're going to try to run because that's what has happened to this Falcons team as teams have been able to run on us. Right. Um, like we talked about, but they're, they're the 22nd best run offense. So this is a matchup where that, that could help the Falcons as a Falcons de- run defense versus, you know, it's another one to look at. I, I, I think we, I'll take your Camara and kind of go a step further and add to it. I'm not stealing it. I'm just adding to your, yeah. you know, how the, how we play up front against them, uh, on the defensive side, you know, can we can we stop? Can we hold them off? And it's the same for the other side. Can the Falcons? This is a pass rush in the past that's given the Falcons problems. Now they've had they've only got twenty eight sacks on the year. Uh, Marcus Davenport's only got a half a sack, and Cam Jordan. And again, he's you know the, both these guys I think have been banged up, but Cam Jordan's only got five and a half himself. Um, now David Onyemata and Shy Tuttle are two. Two bigger dudes at six three and six four, and both at three hundred pounds in that middle. How can how can Hennessy? How can Elijah Wilkinson's <laughs> expected return along with Dalman and Lindstrom? How are they going to handle in the interior and keep guys like Werner and Demario Davis from from right. coming through untouched or or maybe get to the second level up on those guys? So it's going to be interesting uh, in that aspect. Yeah, most definitely. I and I mean at this point. When you talk about the Falcons running the football, I feel like we can kind of run on whatever team we've shown that. I mean, we've basically had the fourth best uh, rushing offense throughout the entirety of the year. And it's really going to come down, as we know, to how the how the Falcons 
are going to be able to pass protect and, and throw the football in. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With that, Bo, I kind of want to go ahead and get into the keys to the game because one key for me is a, a fast start. I mean, you you really need a, a fast start this game and and feel like we're kind of almost saying this every game man, because, you know, you obviously would want a fast start in every game. But I think in this game specifically, a fast start is very important because, you know, if you don't really get out to the start you want to, it's going to be rocking in, in the Caesar Superdome because we know how Saints fans show up, especially for a Falcons game. You got a you, know, you got a rookie quarterback starting out, you know, and you want to get off to a good start. You want to feel like you can kind of take control of this game. There's going to be a lot of angst. There's going to be a lot of pressure. You want to just be able to, okay, well, we're in this thing. We got our first touchdown out the way. Got our first good drive out the way. Now let's really lock in and let's get this job done and let's get a win. You know, but that pressure kind of stays on you. And, you know, maybe that monkey is on your back a little bit more if you don't get out to the start you want to. Especially don't want to go three and out or anything like that. So at least getting points would be good. But you really want a fast start and you really want a touchdown on that first drive. And I think that's a big key just because of all the circumstances that are that are going to go down coming into this football game. Yeah, what I would say is a key for me is, and I've got multiple ones, but, uh, you know, the first one would be, you know, play clean, uh, Desmond yeah. Ritter. You know, it, it's important that that you get off to a fast start with, not not a fast start, but I need, I need Arthur. Look, they're going to try to run the ball, but it would be nice to see him get a few easy completions to kind of get yeah. some confidence and a rhythm with a young quarterback. Most definitely. So, but to me, the biggest thing for Desmond Ritter is to play clean. It is, it is just uber important because when, when, when turnovers, when you get sloppy, that's when you're, you know, the confidence starts waning. So for me, um, really just a play in a clean game offensively. You cannot waste possessions in this game uh, with, with a young player. So it's really important to me. The key for me would be Desmond Ritter playing clean. And then I'll just kind of go right into my second one. With, yeah. And that is success on first down. Yes. Success offensively you. on first down where you get four or five yards in a running game or maybe, you know, you're, you you can't have negative plays on first down. It's uber important in, in an environment like the the Caesars Superdump, which is one of the most <laughs> hostile places you'll ever play. It really is a hostile place. Now, I've heard the word on the street in New Orleans is, you know, tickets are going for like 26 bucks or something. Wow. But it's uber important for them to get off, you know, that that they don't they don't have negative plays where you can let the crowd come in on a second long or a third and long. It's also look you just get behind the chains in these drives and it's it's somewhat impossible to get back you know get back on track. So it just can't be something that they allow to creep in. Um, and then honestly, uh, on the on the defensive side, the same aspect of success on first down. This is what's killed this uh this team the last four or five games when these teams are running so successfully against the falcons is 
you know, it's 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 a it's a five or six or seven yard chunk play on first down. And it just sets you up for second and third and short. And then boom, 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 you know, you really find yourself in a hole. So I, I just think that success is going to uh, on first down is going to be very important with uh, both sides of the ball uh, for this team if they want to go to New Orleans and, and get a win. Completely agree. And that's that's a great point to make, honestly, because I really don't maybe besides like a few times off the top of my head, maybe like two or three. But other than that, throughout this whole entire season, if the Falcons don't have a good play on first down, I rarely see them come back from it. A lot of times you see that drive stall out. Um, you, you see them either have to punt or depend on their field position, take a field goal. So that is really a good call. And like you said on defense, it's kind of the same situation. At any time they give up that big chunk play, I mean, that's almost a, an automatic first down. If, if that team is at second and four, maybe even second and five, second and three, it's almost always they give up uh they always give up first down but then when they get that stop on first down you know it, it completely changes things so that that's a really good call there by you another key for me uh as well is before we get into uh Dylan's deciding factor is you you really are going to have to take advantage of opportunities and when i say that you know um really really on the defensive end because you know, there have been times this year, and I mean, this is this is always going to happen, but in this game specifically, I think it's really going to be important is, you know, if Andy Dalton throws the ball right to you, you know, you got to catch that. You, you know, you got to make sure your head's turned around and you, you get to that football. There's a fumble. Make sure you, you know, you get on that. And I mean, sometimes you can't control that the way the football stuff bounces, but I really, really think you're going to have to take advantage of opportunities in this game. You know, it, I don't know how many opportunities you're going to get, I don't know how many, you know, times you're going to be able to possess the football. You're really going to have to take take uh take take advantage of those opportunities when you get them. So, we'll we'll see exactly what happens, but it's going to be very interesting to see how this game shapes out because again, these are really two evenly matched football teams and it's going to come down to the little things, but I mean, it it always does, but in this game specifically, it's really really going to come down to uh to doing the little things well but i have a deciding factor for you bo morgan that i think we can chew on here for a little bit it simply comes down to quarterback play for me i think that's the biggest thing in this game you know it's quarterback play and it's funny because you know if you go all the way back to week one we had two different quarterbacks for both sides of the football it was Jameis winston for the Saints, Marcus Mariota for the Falcons. And now you got two different quarterbacks uh, starting now in Desmond Ritter and Andy Dalton. And we don't really, obviously, we don't know what we have in Desmond Ritter quite yet. We feel like, you know, we, we have a pretty good shot with him, but, you know, it's yet to be seen. And with Andy Dalton, he hasn't really been the reason that the Saints have been losing football games. I mean, receivers haven't done a good job making plays. They've had some drops. Um, the defense, like you said, hasn't been very good on the other hand either. Um, and, and their offense just kind of gets into a rut sometimes. So you you don't want everything to come together for the Saints in this game because Andy Dalton has already been good. You don't want everything to come together. And hopefully we can get Andy Dalton on the ground here uh, a few times this game. But to me, the quarterback play is going to be uh, the most important. Which quarterback is going to play the most clean? Which quarterback is going to make those you know couple of plays? Which quarterback is going to hit on a couple of those deep shots 
and really open things up for, you know, their offense, their respective offense. So the quarterback play to me is the most important thing in this game, to be honest, Bo. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, Andy Dalton gets a lot of slack, but he, you know, he played very clean uh, against Tampa. I yeah. mean, he was 20 of 28 for 230, uh, right at 229, and, and a touchdown with no interceptions. I mean, he was, you know, that 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 was, that's not a bad outing. No. So, uh, it's it's a good point with, you know, the, uh, the deciding factor. It's, you know, I, I we talked about this, uh, we've talked about this multiple times. You think Desmond Ritter's going to throw out and throw it forty times? I mean, it's not. You know, and I had a guy try to tweet at me last night after we did um, the other side of the glass, and he was like, "Well, you know, sometimes that's what you got to do." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's great." And I haven't responded yet, but I'm going to hit the guy up and say, "He's like, oh, balance is good, dude." I'm going to tell you something. Balance is balance on offense is a surface narrative. It. Yes, every coach would love to run the ball 20 times and throw the ball 20 times. That means you're probably winning the game or or vice versa. But balance doesn't – you got to take what defenses are giving you yes. and do it and do it successfully. And that is that is the true way you win games. If you go in there saying, well, I've got to run it this many times and throw it that many times, it's not how it works. It's just, mm-hmm. These guys game plan and then, and then teams give you looks or show you something and then you try to adjust to that. So this whole balance thing is kind of a little bit, in my opinion, it's a little bit overhyped. It's a little bit that we we make too much out of it. So I just think it's funny how you know, there's always these narratives that the, that fans drop with this and that, and we got to see what we have. And I, you're you're just not going to go in there if you think you know. I know that they're high on Desmond. If you think Desmond's the guy, you're not going to put him in a situation to to hurt the team or his confidence. It's not about making the playoffs. It's about winning and setting yourself up for the future. But it right. just—I don't understand why people don't understand, don't listen to that part of it. They, you know, they want to win the game first and foremost. Um, and if you can't win, if you can't play what your to your strengths, what this team has done all year or tried to, and you can't win with this guy, then you know what you've got. Right. So. You know, I think knowing what you have is playing your game, and if and if it comes down to it, and you've got to throw the ball to win. Him, him being able to do that, exactly. Uh, not just dropping back and saying, "Well, I got to see him throw it thirty-five times and see how he looks," and, and it's just not, it's not realistic. So, uh, you know, that's that's kind of my thought on you know, I, I like it. You're right, though. It's playing whatever quarterback plays the cleanest. I mean, that's normally the way. Look, I don't. I'm not not taking anything away from your point. It's yeah. kind of the way it is most days. Yeah. You know, if your quarterback plays better than the other guy, most of the time you're going to win. Look, I've seen Matt Ryan throw like six interceptions before and win. It's, <laughs> it, you know, it was, it was, it was, you know, but you're playing a bad team in that aspect. You're, that was a good team playing a bad team. Right. This is two average to bad teams playing each other. Right. Record wise. And so whoever does play the cleanest is probably going to win the game. It's a very good point. And I want to go back to what you uh, said a minute here. You're not going to turn Desmond Ritter into a gunslinger. And this offense is not going to turn into what you said yesterday. I'll take a quote from what you said yesterday. It's not going to turn to a, 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 a what you call it, a gun and fun or a running well, gun? Well, I said, too. I said the funning gun, which was what Steve Spurrier ran in Florida in the 90s, <laughs> or an actual Falcons reference, which is the run and shoot, which is what June Jones ran in the mid-90s here with Jeff George and a little bit of Bobby Bear back yeah. in like 93, 94, uh, 95 era. So, so yeah, it ain't turning into that. 
the Falcons are still going to keep their identity of running the football first. They want to, you know, be a smash mouth, run, run first football team, control possession and things of that nature. The reason why we're seeing Desmond Ritter is because we Arthur Smith feels like and I think we all feel like at this point, or at least we, you know, we, we think that. Desmond Ritter is going to be able to hit on those shots when you when you need him to those deep balls when you need him to. He's going to be able to deliver the football in a more accurate manner, you know, when it is time to throw the football. But it's not going to automatically turn into a, you know, a situation where he's like Patrick Mahomes when he had Tyreek Hill and he's throwing the ball downfield every every other play. It's not turning into that. You know, he he's still going to manage his shots. He's still going to, you know, throw the ball here and there, but it's still going to be a lot of running the football. It's still going to be a lot of Cordell Patterson, a lot of Tyler Algier, Caleb Huntley in the mix. We're still going to see a lot of that. And you shouldn't want to see Desmond hucking the ball around 40 times. It's not good. One, that probably means you're trailing, and you might have trailed most of the football game if you're throwing the football 40 times. But the other thing is that means you're getting away from what the Falcons do best. You're getting away from what the Falcons have done best all year and what puts them in the best position to win football games, and that is running the football. The Falcons are really good at running the football, so there's no reason for them to get away from that. So that that's my thing on that. And, and anybody that wants to see Desmond throw the ball around, you know, 40 times, is it's just not smart. It's not smart at all, and you, you that means you want the Falcons to get away from their identity, and that's not how you win football games either so i just wanted to uh put yeah, that play in there your too. strengths play yeah your strengths exactly so we will see how the game shapes out but those are your matchups that's your uh does the dylan's deciding factor and i'm sorry your- what that's what <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that one! That one got stuck. That's all, folks. No, uh, <laughs> that's your matchup. So watch those are your keys to the game, and that's Dylan's only one D deciding factor. All right, Bo, it is about that time. How about we do some score predictions? How are you feeling about this game? Well, look, doesn't matter. <clears throat> doesn't matter how I'm feeling. I normally <laughs> try to pick who I think will actually win the game and be very yeah. fair and honest about it. That goes out the window with this, with the Aints. Yeah, and it's just Falcons. Falcons. <laughs> Falcons 200, the Saints nothing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. I think, you know, it's kind of what the, these teams are so, so close. But I'm going to go with kind of the average here. And I think the Falcons are going to drop around 24, and the Saints are going to drop around 20. I think the Falcons find a way to win. Um, I just think they're a better coach team, and I think in the end, uh, a rookie quarterback on the road can beat a, a with a with a better head coach can beat a lesser coach team. So I take the Falcons. Look, I was a a, a pass interference call or a Desmond or a Desmond or Marcus Mariota accurate pass away from nailing the exact score Word. against the Steelers. So uh, I'm going to go in that 24 20 uh, range somewhere in there, you know, give or take uh, a point or two. I for, I completely forgot about that. I'm glad you brought that up. But yeah, you were super close to hitting it right on the money uh, with, with the Steelers score predictions. So shout out to Squidbilly. The guy knows what he's talking about, even when it comes to score predictions. All right, I'm going to go with 25 to 22 Falcons win because you already know I ain't picking the eights. You can't pick the eights during hate week. But I think the Falcons do get this done 25 22. And we're ah, 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 staying alive, staying alive as far as the playoff race goes. And uh, hopefully 
the Bengals can help us out and uh, take down the Buccaneers on Sunday as well. And, you know, we're, we're still talking playoffs. Playoffs? Yeah, we're still talking about the, the playoffs when it comes to the Atlanta Falcons. But that's going to do it here for Peachtree Football, for a Friday edition of Peachtree Football, giving you a full preview of Falcons versus Aints on Sunday. And we'll be back on Monday to let you know how it played out and see if any of our uh, any of the things we said came right or if, you know, we were completely wrong in everything or somewhere in the middle. We'll see. But for Bo Morgan, I'm Dylan Matthews. Make sure you guys like this podcast, download the podcast, subscribe to Peace Street Football wherever you get your podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcast, Peace Street Football is there. Full board Morgan again. I'm Dylan Matthews. Until we talk to you guys next time, go Falcons. Oh, oh, oh. Peace.